Sponsored by Skin Slipper, a safer, smarter skincare device. Hey, everybody! What's up? It's Richard Rich and Westifer. We're back. And we have a friend. We do. Hello. Tim O'Leary is here. He is the creator of Demon Hunter. You got my name right. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very impressed. We're I'm off to a good start super already. Excited. <laughs> uh, Tim, we know you online and we've been following Demon Hunter. It's a show that you crowdsourced. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We crowdfunded right. uh, uh, the first season, which is six episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did that in June for Pride Month. It's an LGBTQIA horror action comedy series. So we figured June would be an appropriate time to do some crowdfunding. Yeah. So yeah, between um, June 4th and then the 4th of July, we raised $30,000. Oh my God, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's it was amazing. about $1,000 a day, which was a nice surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that. yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So now you're in the process of putting that first season together. Yep. And we are balls deep in production right now. That's amazing. And, yeah. and that's what's so awesome too about, cause you know, you're doing the project, you're the mm -hmm. creator, you're, we were just saying right before we started rolling, Slash producer, slash writer, slash director. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's indie film. <laughs> you have to do everything because no one else will do it for you. Hey, but you're making it happen. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I will say I'm not single-handedly making it happen. Um, we have a production team of five that includes me, my husband, Robert Rice, uh, my co-writer, Zach Nickham, uh, another super producer, James Stanley, and um, we had another producer working with us during the crowdfunding campaign, but but that was really all that she was doing. So now it's the four of us, but it was cool. five of us that got the money. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Thank That's you. awesome. Thanks. I feel like I'm in the view right now. People can't see me, but I'm like <laughs> sitting right between you guys. So it's a tennis match. We're a nice little practice. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't uh, fight on this show. Yeah, we, we put him right in the middle, That's folks. right where I like to be. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Take a section. A section. Hello. Hello. A second. <laughs> and visualize uh, Do you want some more wine? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, as usual, we are uh, imbibing on a little Pinot Grigio. Mm. So we invite you to sit back and talk about all things Tim Leary online. <laughs> um, so uh, this is something that you came up with. Were you um, writing, producing uh, something before this? Yeah. So the origin of this was I was working with um, our previous producer, Ali Rivera, on a show uh, called Moms Anonymous. And it was really the first time that I had ever... Well, I, I came on as a writer, and then I was also um, acting in it alongside my husband, and we played a married couple, so that was not a stretch. But the hard part for me, acting-wise, was my character had to want to have a child. Oh. Which is... <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my... Okay. That was a good reaction. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm allergic to children, yeah. and that was actually perfect timing. That first needs to come Dude, out. I was the Meryl Streep of that set, pretending <laughs> that I wanted a goddamn kid. Um... <laughs> But uh, that was really my first time since moving to L.A. from New York where I was involved in a production that was a full series or a full season, rather, of a, of a web series. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. Um, but while I was a writer on it, it wasn't uh, my idea. I was just sort of hired yeah. to come and write it. And having seen the sort of background about how you can create a series, I thought, OK, I think I can do this. And I am a big fat nerd. I just like horror and action and sci-fi and fantasy and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I really want to do that. But the thing is, a lot of people are making vaguely sci-fi, vaguely fantasy, vaguely mm -hmm. horror shows. So I thought, okay, what can make ours different? Well, 
we knew that we wanted it to reflect the world around us. So it's uh, most of the characters are LGBTQIA. Most of the characters are people of color. Half of the characters are women. We want it to be a very diverse, That's awesome. inclusive thing. Yeah. And then the other thing is that I'm also a big fan of penises. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, As are we. Yeah, right? What a, oh, my God. What a right coincidence. Place. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I thought, you know what? What was great about... Buffy was all the wonderful, I mean, everything was great about Buffy, yeah. but what was lacking was, quite frankly, a little dong. Some yeah. dick. So yeah. we figure, <laughs> let's, you know, let's slap a few dicks on there, and then we have a show. That makes everything better. You <laughs> are not really restricted does. by any rating system. That's the thing about the web, and everyone was saying, like, oh, can you do that? I'm like, yeah, we're not, there's no right? governing body that no. tells us what we can and can't do. When you're creating content for the web, the only restriction is if you're hoping to sell it to um, an outside entity, which we are, that's where things can get a Mm. little bit um, restrictive. But we know what kind of show we're making. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, yes, there's full male nudity and stuff, but it's not porn. Like, you never see any, you know, there's... It, there are certain we're we're not acting we're not asking anything of actors that they wouldn't be asked to do for like an HBO show. Okay. So um, basically, we're just kind of putting something out there and then hoping that like the gods of Netflix and Amazon and Hulu will come calling because they can all show nudity and yeah, yeah, they they can. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, all the time. (laughs) And also, I mean, those are obviously like the big three of streaming, Mm -hmm. but we're now at a place where there's. Smaller niche streaming services. There's yeah. Reverie, which is for queer content, um, and then there's another one. The name is escaping me for the moment. Um, but then there's also Shutter for horror. So there's like a lot of avenues that we can go to. Oh, so good. what we're doing is making our own show, filling it with as many demons, kung fu fight scenes, and penises as possible, and then we'll go from there <laughs> and see who wants to pick it up. Soul. Sounds amazing. <laughs> fun, right? Five stars. I love it. <laughs> the the very first day of shooting. Um, we had uh, the most complex fight scene in the entire series. And we had rehearsed it with the actors for four weeks beforehand. Oh my goodness. We had two stunt people. There was amazing stunt people, uh, Andy Norris and Hector Malgoza. And they both were in makeup for five hours to get into this, like, beautiful blue, shimmery uh-huh. <clears throat> demon makeup thing. And then, um, and seeing that was cool enough. But then, like, seeing their bodies looking like that in motion mm. as they were doing like backflips and spin yeah. and stuff. It was so cool. And I was like, I can't imagine. I mean, we started with such a bang. I was like, I can't imagine any other day of filming to be this fun. And then the next day we had our first male nude gay sex scene. And I was like, Oh, this is also fun. Okay. <laughs> so okay, it like, it go. like takes a different box, but it's mm-hmm. also very enjoyable. So it's, yeah, it's a fun show. We're hoping that people will like it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm already loving it. I'm already wanting another season. Fantastic. <laughs> Just based on this Six conversation seasons alone. In a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. (laughs) What was your process when you developed the show? Was it something you thought about from, like, beginning to end? Did you sort of concentrate on the characters? Like, did you have... I think that the um, the seed of it started when I moved to L.A. Mm -hmm. Because I lived in New York for eight years. And New York, rather, is a... Just, it's like a very gritty, grounded city. It's hard to live there and kind of let your imagination... Rome, mm-hmm. because it's uh, it's the kind of city where you can never forget you're living in New York. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like around the sub, I remember like I knew it was time to leave when I was getting off of the subway, and this guy in a full like three piece suit was like barreling into me to get 
into the subway, which is not what you're supposed to do. You gotta let people off first. Duh. And so this is a full stranger, full grown man, and I'm not this kind of person, but it's a full grown man that I just like two hands on his chest just shoved him out of my way. And I was like, this. no. <laughs> and then as I was walking away, I'm like, um, that's okay. That's not who I'm who I am and yeah. want to be. So I'm just gonna um yeah. leave. <laughs> in New York. And um Really, the minute I moved to L.A., it's like L.A. feels more magical and ethereal. It, mm-hmm. it's, it has this weird mystery. And I think a lot of that is like it's old a, Hollywood. It's a ridiculous oh, yeah. place. It's a ridiculous it, it, place. It is. And it is old Hollywood, old Hollywood. And it's all this other stuff. We have these characters. These right. People who... And you totally believe like the Chateau Marmont is haunted. You know, yes. like, everything feels like there are ghosts of, you know, all the old yeah. stars. And it's also a city where the main industry is founded on make-believe. So yeah, it really does let you, you know, dream a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started thinking about it. And I was like, okay, I really want to write a queer series, but I want to write like a queer action horror series. And so I, I guess it did come from the characters first, yeah. um, sort of the general theme and then the, and then the characters. And, uh, and then I thought, okay, well, who in my life do I want to cast? Like, who do I want to work with? So I started like accumulating all the actors that I want to work with. And then of course I ended up writing the pilot and I was looking at the two main characters and I'm like, I don't know anybody who could play these roles. <laughs> no. It's so weird. I wrote these two yes. characters and I wrote the whole thing thinking, I'm just going to cast my friends. I'm mm-hmm. just going to cast people in my networks and stuff. And then I ended up writing these roles. And I was like, fuck, I don't know anybody who really is right for these roles. Mm-hmm. So um, we had auditions and God, there was one day where there was like nine hours of auditions. It was oh, so Jesus. grueling. Yeah, it was really, it was really grueling. But the thing is, it's also one of those things because I was an actor. So I know how hard it is just to walk in that room as, as mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, I, no matter how tired I was, I was like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't show them that you're tired or annoyed or anything. Just, you know, be there for the actors. And then we did, we found these two amazing actors, Edmund Trung and Tamaria Fletcher, who happen to be supermodels <laughs> in addition to, um, uh, being great actors and very like physically capable. So they're mm-hmm. doing all their own stunts. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's so fun to watch them work. And their first, uh, their first fight scene is they're all sweaty and shirtless. <laughs> it's just great. Hey, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just like, I totally forgot your question. Cause I'm just talking about Edmund and Tamari. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh, they're so handsome. <laughs> no, not, I'm just wondering because you, uh, as someone who's a fan of Buffy yeah. and, you know, a lot of horror films, there's usually some sort of like backdrop, like sort of, mythos that maybe you're dropping us into like a a long game story what a good question (gasps) so the one thing that i knew i wanted to avoid was um vampires werewolves and zombies for two reasons one we've seen them a million times Mm -hmm. oh my god thank you yeah it's just like you know especially zombies lately especially Uh, zombies yeah zombies are the big one that we're seeing all the time but the other thing is because every other like mainstream show does them we could never compete with what the, they yeah. look like because we don't have, you know, $10 million per episode to spend yeah. on, you know, all this kind of stuff. So we're like, well, we don't want to make something that looks like a cheaper version of what you can just see, you mm-hmm. know, anywhere. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're like, all right, so what do we do in terms of the monsters? We do know some really amazing special effects artists. Mm-hmm. We also met some new ones and we hired some new ones. They're fantastic. But we wanted to um, have well, we call them demons in the show, but they're basically like any mythological creature. Oh, so, awesome. I, I love, love that. It. Yeah, because it's practical effects. Practical effects. Mm-hmm. Dive into like more mythology. Yeah. And it's world mythology. So it's like in the first step or the first season, rather, we have sirens from Greek mythology. We oh, have, that's amazing. Um, 
what is it? Oh, an incubus from Mesopotamian mythology. We have a jinn from pre-Islamic uh, Arabic folklore. Oh, I love folklore. it. We have Anansi, the spider god from Africa. So it's like we have like all of these world creatures. And in the world of Demon Hunter, it's like all of the world mythologies are real. So That's they just amazing. all exist in the same place. Yeah. And there's also no like Judeo-Christian themes, which mm-hmm. is funny because a lot. I guess a lot of people thought there was because it's called Demon Hunter. Yeah. Right. But there's no, like, heaven and hell or okay, angels or anything like that. Like, in Demon Hunter, demons just means any, like, mythological creature. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. smart, because then That's people great. actually know what they are as well. It, yeah. Something familiar. Right, right, right. Without exactly. being overdone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that concept is very overdone, the whole heaven hell. I just, yeah. Well, so. And I remember I was like, working Supernatural with... did it. And yeah. and they did it for fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, so literally, like, literally for fifteen years. And then, <laughs> right? And then Lucifer is doing it. Yeah. And then um, Lucifer's great. It is fun. Oh, it's fun, but, but it's like it's yeah. the same. It's all the same sandbox. Constantine, when that was on, yeah, they did that. It's, so it really, it's like it's getting to the point where like I, it's just so boring to see an mm. angel because we've seen it so many times, and there's only so many ways you can make a human being with wings look interesting and different. Yeah. So we're like. Let's, you know, less wings, more right. dick. Scientifically, <laughs> angels could not uh, Oh my god, that was so good. Why did you go to the nerd news voice prematurely? <laughs> that was amazing. That was really good. That's his nerd news yeah, voice. No, but I love it. And typically there's a, there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Typically. We'll get into that later, but. Um, yeah, you're staying for the main show, so that's exciting. Woo-hoo, yeah. Um, who are, so we talked about Buffy. Who are, yeah. like, some of your other, like, faves? Like, things that you, you um, just, like, totally love and geek out on? So, in terms of just not necessarily influences of Demon Hunter, but just but so I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Like I've calmed down a lot recently, <laughs> but like there was a I'm time where you, if you like okay. gave me a pad and pen, they're like, and you're like, just just draw a map of Middle yeah. Earth. I'm like, cool, I got it. I do it for free. Um, and or like you know, just completely by memory. And uh, like I knew all like the ages and the little kind of shit. And then like I don't know, just and then I was like, maybe I should. <laughs> start thinking about things that would make people want to have sex with me instead <laughs> of just hobbits. Um, so penises. So penises, yep. Yeah. Uh, no, like, I'm like, I'm, you know, I, I'm not like breaking the, you know, the mold or anything. I like Lord of the Rings, like Star Wars, like Star Trek, I like all that kind of like nerdy stuff. But like Buffy and Lord of the Rings, I think, mm-hmm. are my, my biggest mm-hmm. influences. I just love those yeah. so much. I could just live in those worlds. But really, Buffy, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, Buffy is so fun because I think the characters really all go through arcs. Yeah, totally. You know, they really change throughout yes. the, the the series. Yeah. And that's what makes it fun. That's yeah, character-wise and sometimes physically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Sandra anyway. No, actually, oh. I was not even being shady. I was more so talking about Willow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, when she would get possessed in the veins of Puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so good, though, wasn't it? I loved that. I loved that shit. The blackout eyes. Yeah. No, it was. It was great. And then in the end, when she, her hair went white. Yes. Because it was the opposite. Because it was See, like I wasn't fat shaming Xander. <laughs> I, think, I think you just tricked me into fat shaming Xander. This is what I do in the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel bad, though, because he's really, he's got his demons. Yeah, he's he lit his own demons. He's his own actual real-life demons. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, he was at the Weedon Con one year. Oh, was that when he like destroyed his hotel rooms? That was like the year where people were like, "Do you know where he's at?" It was like, "Check by the bar." Oh, like that kind oh, of oh that sucks. No. Poor guy. Uh, yeah. <sighs> sorry, sorry, Nicholas sorry, Brennan. Back to you. <laughs> yes, right? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and fake demons. <laughs> right. Yes, that got really dark, didn't it? <laughs> 
We'll just cut that out in post. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. No. <laughs> we're still, it's a little celebrity shit. We're still taking note. <laughs> Time code. Uh, yeah, so you met our assistant, Marcel. I did meet your assistant, Marcel. Who is a uh, Frenchie. He's uh, shorter than I thought he yeah. would be. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he looks bigger on camera. He does. <laughs> like most things in LA. Sure, of course. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. He, yeah, he's quite handsome. So where are you shooting now? How are you shooting now? I mean, um, do you do you rent equipment? Do you? Yes. Yeah. So it turns out um, making films is very expensive. <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone told you that. Um, but uh, yeah, that um, thirty grand that we raised—it's interesting to watch that go down uh-huh. each day. Uh, but yeah, no, we rent equipment. We have a very, very, very fantastic uh, DP, a director of photography, who I have to shout out, Paul Bertolino, who. Um, uh, really does the lion's share of like getting the equipment and I just Mm -hmm. basically give him a credit card and he does everything. And, um, uh, yeah. And we're filming, I mean, we're filming all over the place. We're borrowing most of the sets because again, indie film, you do everything you can on the cheap. Uh huh. Uh, hey, that's smart. We had oh, um, uh, Jay from Fubar is very graciously allowing us to film at Fubar for a day. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. Which I'm not sure if I should like say that, but I, well, I just said it. But um, it, which was really lovely. Of that we can edit out in post. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but a lot of like friends' apartments. I have a friend who's a filmmaker, mm-hmm. Brett, and he lives in downtown LA, and he lives in a loft that's just like a filmmaking loft. Like there's oh, green great. screen setups and stuff, oh, and it's very like industrial and mm-hmm. very cool looking. Yeah. So he's like you can just you know you can just do your thing do your thing here i was like oh thank god um and then like for the exterior shots there's a few at night like at you know in a, in a street yeah we're just kind of like sneaking in going there in the burbank yeah. you know what i mean and just doing really fast and mm-hmm. hoping that nobody um uh you know asks us where our permits are but i did learn something at a writer's mixer last night that what you're supposed to say if you're filming without a permit and like a cop asks you what you're doing you say i'm filming my friend's um engagement video uh-huh and then they'll they leave just, you alone. They, they just happen to be demons, but right. it's a very elaborate engagement video. But I didn't know that, so I'm gonna. Try, I don't know if that's true, but I'm gonna try that. So that's a tip for any filmmakers if they're. Out what's there. what's the worst that can happen? I mean, filming. Yeah, it yeah. works or it doesn't. Probably, either they say like we've heard that before or whatever. But. Yeah. So um so yeah we're filming it all over the place um and then uh are, are we allowed to say that you're in it. Yes, okay. breaking yes, news. Of course. Okay, yes. So, so Westifer <laughs> is graciously loaning his beautiful body um, <laughs> to an episode where he's playing a go-go boy among several other go-go boys, and that's going to be filmed actually at the loft downtown. But it's going to be like playing a dressing room under a foobar. So in the in the actual commercial, gotcha. commercial oh, gotcha. the actual episode, it'll look like we walk downstairs from foobar, and it's this like big kind of you know chamber where I'm right. like, go-go boys like, take their clothes out and stuff. <laughs> when in fact it'll be miles away. So I'm like they don't yeah. have one of those at Fubar, I'm shocked. Uh, <laughs> they, they do, but it's, it's like a little it's, closet-y yeah. it's, thing. It's like a, yeah, broom closet. It's basically. like a broom closet. It's very sad. Yeah. And so, yeah, because I think it can only fit like two of them in at a time to change and we wanted something that you could shoot with a wide lens you know what I mean Fair and enough. it's like when it's a small room yeah we heard we've seen you naked so we need a wide <laughs> lens uh, but, uh, but like when you're in a tiny room it's very hard to get a yeah. good shot in there so yeah. we're you know and it's funny because then you're like oh right when you, whenever you see like a house being filmed in any movie or anything, they can fly the walls out. Like, they literally yeah. wheel them in together, uh-huh. and then if they need a shot, they just pull the yep. wall out. And do, But, you know, when you're working with yep. indie film, you don't really have that. Can't so really pull the walls out. Can't pull the walls out. So we have to find spaces that um, 
we can actually shoot in. Yeah. And again, that's where having a really good director of photography comes in because then they can kind of like be like walk into a space and just say, no, this won't work. You mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm learning so much about the film industry right now. I am learning a lot. I will say, like, I've directed my fair share, but this mm. is by far the largest thing that I've ever directed and the most moving parts in terms of fight choreography. And there's a there's a dance number because we felt like we weren't doing enough, so we threw a dance number in there. Um, also, it's my first time ever filming sex scenes. And so intimacy choreography is a mm-hmm. thing that we have to mm-hmm. figure out. How you know, like, how do you not put an actor in a position where, like, their face is right up on genitalia, but yeah. they look like their face? You know, it's like all this kind of stuff is, um, which you will learn a lot about <laughs> in the next rehearsal. Um, I'll bring some experience to this. <laughs> oh, great, 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 great. Yeah. Um, but I also learned that when you are making risque material, um, you can sometimes invite attention that you don't necessarily want. And so yes. we put out an audition notice for the go-go boys and, you know, for, and yeah. we let people know, like, it's, it's a simulated orgy scene and, you know, it's like, well, everything will be very meticulously choreographed beforehand. Everything will be talked yeah. out. No one will be put in a position like in the moment of like, well, can you just do this? Like, we're not going to do that. We're going to yeah. make sure everybody knows exactly what's happening beforehand. And somebody send in their submission tape. Well, one guy sent in a submission tape and it was him actually having on-screen sex with a woman and then peeing on her. Oh, oh okay. my God. And then another guy <laughs> Hello. was kind enough to not do that, but he he let us know that he was willing to do anything. And we're like, oh, okay, all right. And, you know, we didn't call him in because it's like, I don't like, yeah. it just makes me a little uncomfortable. And then he sent a follow-up saying that in case we missed it, He's like, I'm, you know, he's like, I have no boundaries. I'm willing to do anything, whether I'm blowing a guy or getting fucked. And I'm like, oh, man, dude, like, that's not what, I mean, that's fine. If, but, you know, I have no problem with porn, but yeah. it's like, that's not what we're what doing. We're doing. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think I want to invite that kind of energy onto a set when people are having simulated sex. And there's the one bad seed that starts and to actually try to take it a little too what? far. Right. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. The thing about that is that the reason you have to really choreograph everything is because it doesn't look right on camera unless you do exactly yeah. so by positioning people in yeah. certain ways and certain movements if someone's trying to get frisky it's just gonna ruin the fucking it's shot it's gonna mm-hmm. ruin the shot it's gonna look awful and like it's it's funny the way that like angles work on film and it's not mm-hmm. real and like literally in the first episode we had two guys having anal sex standing in a shower and um and then it, like you know front to back and then at one point the guy who the bottom turns around and then they start having sex front to front and like anatomically impossible oh yeah 100% <laughs> unless he had a vagina it would yeah. not make sense however he has a shape-shifting demon so it is hey, so there you go. um but the thing is on screen it it actually works like it right. looks like oh well if he's propped up and he's tilting his hips in a certain way and it looks like maybe you could get it in there if you're really trying yeah um but uh but yeah that is one of those things where it's like what is real is not does not necessarily mm-hmm. look real on screen so yeah. yeah. Are we doing okay on time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need, okay. I'm just saying, you need professionals on the set. <laughs> yeah, if you know of any, please let me know. <laughs> or I like to say, professionals. professionals. I love it. <laughs> uh, Tim, where can people find you online? How can they support the project and all that stuff? Can they still donate to the crowdfund? Will um, you do another round? The crowdfund is done. Yeah. We are probably going to do another mini crowdfund when it comes to post. Yeah. Because, um, 
really our crowdfunding was mostly for our uh, production. Um, and now once we're in post-production, we, that's, uh, it's a whole other ball of uh, wax. And it's also always more expensive than you think. But, um, uh, right now, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, uh, Demon Hunter Show. You can follow, oh, by the way, I should say it's D-E-M-O-N-H-U-N-T-R is how we spell Demon Hunter because in the world of the show, they create an app called Demon Hunter, which is how people hire them to kill gotcha. demons. And we figured like no ER like grinder. Of course. Because we're adorable. Yeah, I, mean, I love it. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, Demon Hunter Show on Twitter. <laughs> it's Demon Hunter Show on Facebook. And then because we like to make things difficult for everybody, it's Demon Hunter Series on Instagram. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. I did. But whatever. <laughs> um, and you can also go to demonhunter.com, which brings you to our Seed and Spark page, which is what we use to uh, raise money. And that's probably where we're going to do that again. So oh, nice. And then you can sign up for like updates and stuff. Oh, fun. In case you don't get enough emails from people. <laughs> Just, you know, letting you know what we're doing. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show and telling Thank us you. about your project. And Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward excited to, to see some it. celebrity tea now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're ready for yeah, it. We're going to get to it. All right. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening and uh, supporting Demon Hunter with no E. Um, <laughs> of course, you can follow us on social at Richie and Wes. And since you're listening to the show probably on Apple Podcasts, why don't you slide on down, make sure you're subscribed, and give us five stars. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.